Okay, we are recording. Welcome everyone to the Unexpected Cosmology, where truth seekers dedicated to following and serving Yah abound. Join us on our Hebrew 101 class, where we delve into the most ancient and sacred of all languages, as we journey to deepen our understanding of His message and His words. Today is March 26, 2022, and we are now recording lesson number three. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, the one and only, El Elyon, blessed be your name. We thank you for giving us all the time and good health we need to gather here today. Thank you, Abba, for giving us a chance to open our hearts and minds to learning to read and understand your word. Thank you for guiding us through the darkness and toward your light and everlasting life. As we begin today's Hebrew study, please guide our thoughts and mind, minds so that we may grow closer to you. May our Hebrew study and every part of our lives will glorify your name. We pray in your name, Jehovah, and your Son, Yeshua Mashiach name. Amen. Welcome everyone. Um, so let's do a quick recap of lesson two. So last week we learned four new letters. Gimel, Dalet, Hey, and Vav. I also asked you to memorize four words. And I would love for anyone to jump in and just uh, pronounce those words and tell me what they mean. So the first one is circled in red. Abba. Yes. And what does it mean? That's father. Yes. Yes. The next one. Dog. Yes. What? Fish. Yes. Excellent. Next one. Anyone? Bagged. 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 So what is bagged? Okay, an item of clothing. Clothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and the last one? Okay, so the last one is Gavoha, Gavoha, which means um, tall um, or up there. <laughs> okay. So, before we continue with the next four letters, I wanted to share, I wanted to start sharing fun facts. Um, so, the Hebrew language does not have a verb that translates to to be. Rather, in sentences that would use the to be in English, there is no verb at all. For instance, anipo, 
which means I am here, consists of just two words, ani and po. I am here. Okay? So let's start. Today we are going to learn four letters, sign, chet, tet, and yud. And I want you to pay attention to how I write chet. I use k and edge because k and edge pretty much mean nothing in English. So whenever you see it, I want you to kind of like be triggered. Oh, this means nothing. So that's that sound that we don't have in English. If I use CH like everyone else is using, then it's very confusing because CH can be cha, right? Cha, like child. So that's why I will always use KH to denote the sound chet. Okay, so let's start. Zain and chet. So the letter Zain is the seventh letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Uh, the pronunciation is similar to the letter Z as in zebra in English. Um, so you can see the serif uh, format of the letter is what you will see usually in um, the Bible. Uh, the sans serif is more um, modern way of writing this letter. And then you can see how it's written in cursive Hebrew. Not exactly the same, but... Uh, a little bit close. Okay, so a few tidbits. Um, by way of the Phoenician, of the ancient Phoenician language, the letter Zain eventually entered the Greek and Latin alphabet, becoming let the letter Zeta and Z, respectively. The original meaning of the letter Zain is a weapon, with the word Zayen coming to mean to arm in the modern Hebrew language. However, please note, the word in slang and common talk has come to mean a really not nice word. So you have to be really careful when you speak with Israelis and you visit Israel one day. Be really careful when you, when you pronounce the word Zion because it really doesn't mean something nice. Um, the pictograph for Zion looks like a sword. It, it symbolizes to cut or to pierce. The root meaning of the Hebrew letter Zion is also connected to food and sustenance. For example, the modern Hebrew word mazon, meaning food or sustenance, and the modern Hebrew word hazana, meaning nourishment, both come from the same root as Zion. The letter has the numerical value of seven, which has much significance, including the fact that the Sabbath is the seventh and holiest day of the week. And according to biblical law, the land is meant to, to lie um, fa fallow every seventh year, according to a law called Shemitah. As Zain is the first letter of the word Zachor, meaning to remember, and this is one of two basic commandments of the Sabbath, there seems to be a very strong link between the seventh letter in the Hebrew alphabet and the day of rest. 
Um, the first time the letter Zion appears in scriptures is in the 11th verse of the first chapter of Bereshit. Um, it appears as the word Zera, which means seed. It is taught by the sages that the letter Zion is formed by attaching a crown to the head of the letter Vav, which represents a male energy. This is the picture of the Bible verse Eshet Chayil Atered Baala, transliterated as Eshet Chayil Atered Baala, and it literally means a crown of a husband is a woman of valor. Okay, so Zain, the sound is Z, and um, I would like anyone to jump in um, and help me with how to pronounce the first Nikud. Za? Yes. Next. Za? Yes. Next. Zu? Zu? Yes. Next. Zo. Yes. And last one? Z. Say it again. Z. Yes. Z. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now we are going to practice uh, Zion as we do with every other letter. So let's start and again just jump in. Z. Z. Yes, Z. Zo. Yes. Z. Yes. Za. Did you say za? Za. Okay, yes. Zo. Yes. Za. Yes. Za. Yes. Za. Yes. Yes. So, so the vav. Remember, the vav is a vowel, and yes, yeah. When we have the that in the middle of the vav, it's always like the slope, zu. And the last one. Yes, good. Okay, so we continue with the letter chet. So as I descri described before. Um, uh, most people uh, would write it like C edge and I find it very confusing because then you can just say chat, right? And it's not. So I'm going to be using K edge to denote this sound. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, I know this is going to be the most difficult letter, uh, letter for you as English speakers. Um, uh, but we will try to do our best. So it's it's coming from your throat, okay? 
So the Chet is the eighth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, similar to nothing in English. Um, and then you can see how it's going to look like in the Bible when you have a, a, a printed Bible um, with a serif. And then sans serif is how we write it uh, in modern Hebrew. And then the cursive Hebrew, very, very similar uh, to the uh, block print. Okay, so a few tidbits. While Chet is generally pronounced in a guttural way, according to modern Hebrew pronunciation, and is usually transliterated as CH or KH, or simply an edge with a dot underneath. The letter edge in the Latin alphabet actually has its origins in the letter Chet. While most seem to believe that the letter's or or origins lie in a hieroglyphic symbol meaning courtyard, it also has some connection to an ancient, ancient Semitic word meaning thread. And in fact, the word Chayat, which is extremely close to the name of the letter itself, means a tailor in the modern Hebrew language. It is associated with a number of positive character traits, for example, the Hebrew word Chochmah, meaning wisdom. It starts with the letter Chet, um, as does the word Chesed, which means kindness, benevolence, grace, and Chen, meaning grace. The numerical value of the letter Chet is 8, which is often associated with super spirituality or holiness as it is one more than seven, which represents the holy realm of the Sabbath. When Jewish boys are circumcised and enter into their faith holy ancient covenant, it is commanded to be performed on the eighth day. In connecting with the super holiness and positive attributes associated with the letter Chet, it is also important to note that the letter Chet begins with the, begins the word Chaim, meaning life. The letter also looks like a doorway, something that the important message we can learn from the letter is that the way we can pass through the doorway to a good life is by instilling in ourselves and in our children good values such as wisdom, kindness, benevolence, and grace. So now the hardest slide for you in this class. Um, let's start practicing this letter. And... Anyone would like to try and pronounce the first Nikud? Good. Next. Che. Yes. Next. Somewhat close. Somewhat. Chu. Chu. Okay, next. Ho. Ho. And the last one? Chi. Yes. Okay. So can everyone, even you don't have to unmute yourself in your, if you feel embarrassed, but can everyone try to say after me? Like it's coming from your throat. So we have 
ח, 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 אין חי, אוקיי? So, um, so let's start again, practicing חט. Yes. 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 And last one? Yes. Good. Wonderful. So, now we are going to practice uh, reading words that incorporate the first eight letters of the Hebrew alphabet. So it's Aleph through Chet. So let's start. So I, I'm changing the format this week to make it easier on you guys. So first word. Any volunteers? Ach. Ach. Yes. So um, when we have a letter at the end of a word and it doesn't have any code, it it's silent in a sense that you don't give it a specific sound, but you can still hear it. So in this case, it would be ach. So you are still hearing the ch, but it doesn't really have any kud. So you, you are not giving it too much of a pronunciation. You are just making the sound and, and stopping there. So it's ach. And Ach means brother. Next. So we have the letter Z. Zach. Zach, yes. Next. So again, this is the letter Z here. So. I'm sorry, I chose a really hard one. <laughs> Zavuv. So you know how in the Bible they say Baal Zvub? It's actually Baal Zvuv. Zavuv. Okay? So it's a fly. Literally, it's the... Uh, oh, I forgot the, the, the fly that is... That always flies around the trash, you know. I forgot uh, it. That's uh, is that uh, Zane bet bet or bait bait? It's vet, 
There is no dagesh. There is no. Yeah, Yeah. So it's zevuv. And that's why I said in the beginning, um, I said that uh, I was, yeah, Doug was asking me a question and I said, remember, whenever you hear the sound of V in Hebrew, most often than not, it will be Vet that will give you the sound because Vav is mostly used as a vowel. Okay, so that was Zavuv. Next. Da ha. Da ha. Okay, so the hey is quiet. It doesn't have any kud, it's quiet. Okay, so the ha is rejected. Next. This is Zain again, the first letter. Yes, yes, a gag. Perfect. Okay. Um, next. So we have. So the vet is doesn't have any could so we will just make the v sound and stop there not giving it a particular uh, sound you know just like v so hov okay next do do Do, che. That's rejecting. So the other one was rejected, and this one is rejecting. So it's just a different tense, but the same root. This one, I love this word in Hebrew. It's beautiful. So this is the letter Zayin in the beginning. Ziv. Ziv. Yes. So in this case, when you have um, you have the vav at the end of the of the word, and it doesn't have any nikud, that makes it that means it's going to have the sound of v. So it's ziv. Okay, ziv. Okay, um, next. Chova. Yes, Chova. Duty. Next. We read a lot about this in Parasha today, okay? How do you say sacrifice in Hebrew? So the first, say it again. Yeah, yeah, ze, ze, vach. 
So again, the Chet is at the end of the word and doesn't have any specific Nikud, so we will just kind of close with that. So, Zevach. Okay. Um, this one is easy. Everyone can do this. Yes. Good. Okay, and that's it. <laughs> we are done with the uh, Zayn and Chet, and, and now we are moving to Tet and Yud. Okay, so Tet. Whew, you can uh, breathe a little bit. Uh, the Tet is the ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the least common letter in the Hebrew language, and the letter representing goodness. Uh, it sounds similar to the letter T, as in Torah, in English. So you can see again how it will be represented in uh, the Bible and then in the modern, the Sansarif is the modern format, and then the cursive Hebrew, not, not that close, but that's how we write it in cursive. Okay, so a few tidbits. Some believe that the meaning of the letter Tet is related to a Phoenician letter by the same name whose meaning was will. Nonetheless, in the Hebrew language, the letter itself, as well as its meaning, is generally accepted to be connected to the Hebrew word Tov, meaning good, while Tet is actually the least common letter in the Hebrew Bible. The first time it appears, it is in the word Tov, which is used numerous times during the story of creation. As with many things in the spiritual realm, there is also a certain duality associated with this Hebrew letter. Thus, while it is the first letter in the Hebrew word for purity, Tahara, it is also the first letter in the Hebrew word for impurity, Tum'ah. And again, today in the parasha, we read a lot about pure, pure and, and unpure. Um, and those two words were used a lot throughout uh, the, the parasha today. It has the numerical value of nine. Tet is used in another way numerically as well. Due to the fact that according to Jewish law, some of the names for Yah are not to be pronounced, the Tet is used for the numbers 15 six, and 16 instead of what would be the expected construction of those numbers. The number 15, for example, should, in following the general pattern, be composed of the letter Yud, which has a value of 10, and the letter He, which has a value of 5. However, if we use Yud and He, we get Ya, which is uh, one of the names of, of, of God. So that's why in Jewish tradition, they will not use, uh, they, they will substitute um, Tet for Yud, and then um, they will create the number 15 using Tet. Okay. 
So these two letters together form one of the names of Ya, which is forbidden to use, however, and therefore Tet, which has a value of 9, and Vav, which has a value of 6, is the combination used for the Hebrew numerical representation of 15. The reason I mentioned it is because when you open a, a, a Hebrew Bible and you want to read it, the chapters and the verses are not numbered with, num with digits, with numbers. They are numbered with letters, okay? So then when you are looking for chapter 15, instead of chapter 15, you will see Tet Vav, chapter Tet Vav. Okay, so anyone can help me pronounce Tet with the first Nikud? Yes. Next. Yes. Next. Two. Yes. Next. Two. Yes. And last. Three. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So let's say uh, practice that one more time. Oh, sorry. Ah, okay. Can someone read the second one? No. Okay. And the third one? Yes. I don't know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> now? Yes. Okay, it's acting again. Um, so the next one after ta? To, to, yes, and then the the next one. Yes, next one. Yes, next one. Yes, next one. Yes. Two. Yes. Okay, the third one. Yes. And the next one. Yes. Yes. Two. Yes. Two. Yes. And last. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So the letter Yud or Yod. Some people call it Yod, okay? Um, pronunciation is, sim is similar to the letter Y, as in Ya, in English. However, it may also function as the vowel E, as you have seen thus far, okay? So, a few tidbits. According to the Jewish sages, the Yod represents the world to come and completeness. It is the most frequently used letter in the alphabet, as it appears in Hebrew text approximately 11% of all the letters. This letter is unique in its appearance. It is the smallest letter of the alphabet and is therefore considered to be modest. It also symbolizes wisdom and it illustrates this by being small. 
like the small quantity of truly wise individuals. According to the Talmud, the letter Yod wanted to be the first letter of the alphabet. It asked this of the Creator, but was turned down. The Creator then comforted the letter Yod with the fact that it is the first letter of his name, and even appears twice in the Divine Name. Since the Yod is so small, it also represents the supernatural, the things that are above the physical dimension. The letter Yod is used in the Hebrew expression Kotsoshel Yod, literally translated as the smallest edge of the letter Yod. This expression is used to refer to something tiny, insignificant, or inconsequential. It is interesting to note that in most sacred literature, the pages are marked with letters instead of numbers. I just mentioned it. There are some books that use both formats. When they get to the number 15, which would be the letter Yud, Hey, the printers avoid using this letter combination since it is also one of the names of the Almighty. Um, and they will uh, instead use the letter Ted Vav, as I mentioned before. Uh, the numerical value of Yod is 10. Okay, so can anyone pronounce Yod? Uh, so remember you are pronouncing it as Y. Okay, so can anyone pronounce the first Nikud? Yod? Yeah. Yes, excellent. Next. Yeah. Yes. Next. You. Yes. Next. Yo. Yeah, like yo-yo. <laughs> okay, and <clears throat> okay, now here, whenever we add this little dot to the yod, um, a, it, it becomes a vowel, okay? So it, it no longer functions as Y, okay? So I will help you with this. Yeah, E. Yeah, so it just sounds like E. Okay, so E, and then if you have two yods, then it kind of like sounds like E with a Y, so it's like E. Okay, so, okay, so let's practice Yud. So, first one? E. Yes. Yo. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. You. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yo. You. You. Yeah. Good. 
Okay, so now we are going to uh, practice reading words um, using the first 10 letters, Aleph through Yud. And um, I would really love to have more variety of volunteers, so please feel free anyone to join us. So let's start. First, Jubilee. Yes. Why did I do this? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I included the letter that I didn't teach yet. <laughs> sorry about it. Okay. Okay. Come on. Was it your belt? Yeah, but uh, I included the letter that I haven't teach, taught yet, Lamed, so I'm sorry about it. That was my mistake. Okay, so let's continue. This, this one, good. Tov. Tov, yes. So the first letter is Tet, which is, the, it sounds like T, so Tov. Next. Tuv, yes, Tuv. Next. This one is hard. So we have Chet in the beginning. Very good. Yeah. So the two usually, usually more often than not, when you get like two vertical uh, dots uh, in the middle of a word, it, it's usually quiet. So it would be chedva. But even if you ended up saying chedva, uh, is you know Israelis would know what you are saying. So chedva, and it means joy. Next. Chag, yes, Chag. Next, my most favorite king on earth. David. David. <laughs> David. Um, next, very close to how you write David. And sometimes it is written just with these three letters. In the Bible, without any code, you wouldn't know that it's David, and it might be this word. Dod. Yes, uncle. Dod. Okay, and next. Hagigah. Yes, Hagigah. Yeah, that was a hard word. Good job. Hagigah. So the hay is quiet. Um, next, I talked about that word, Taylor. Yes, very good. Come on. Uh, I don't know why it's, it's top. Uh, one moment, I'm sorry, it's just not responding to me, so...
Okay, and last one. Chod, yes, chod. That's the spearhead, like sharp tip of a, of a knife. Okay. So, um, we just stay here on the chod. So, uh, we are done uh, practicing uh, the next four letters. So right now you have ten letters that you learned, Aleph through Yud. Any questions uh, before we wrap it up today? A anything? Just ask me anything. If you had any issues during your practice this week, uh, please share and f feel comfortable asking me questions. Well, I guess I will ask. I will ask this question and maybe other people are struggling like I am. I seem to be doing well with the sounds and with each letter, but when it comes to the time when you ask us to start doing the words, I'm really struggling. I'm taking forever to sound each letter out. Can you suggest something that I could maybe work on? Um, so it really, um, it, really what the best thing to do is just practice okay um, so basically what we are doing now um, just you know kind of like pick up some words and try with Nikud you know other than the ones that I shared um, and kind of like practice say um, like break it in your in your mind break it into the syllables and so so basically every let I'm, I'm sorry i'm having like uh, okay so basically every syllable um every letter with nikud usually is a syllable so you have to break it and in the beginning it takes a while okay so you you need to break it in your mind so when you're looking at this word right now so let me let me run this slide again and and i'll show you how i would do it okay so this one i'm just looking and i'm seeing tet which is t and then this is the vav is a vowel the the dot over the rainbow is O, so that that's the sound of the T will be O, and then I have VET that is V, and it will be silent, so I will just make that sound quickly. So then when I look at it and I broke it like this, I'm now thinking, okay, T plus the sound O, that's TO, and then V, TOV, TOV, and then next, same thing, T with the sound of U, so it's two, two, and then vet, tuv, tuv. Next. And I don't know why my computer is not cooperating. It's, um... Yeah, I have to agree that it, it, it definitely helps me by re reviewing over and practicing. Uh, yeah. Because I, I quickly forget. It reminds me of school of just practicing yeah. and writing it all of that. Yeah. yeah, I was I I was going to offer to maybe sometimes on Wednesday evening I have a, a 
an extra 30 minutes or 60 minutes so I might just get on the chat and and see if everyone is on and would like to get on a live chat with me we can practice together you know so I can help you because um, I understand that it's hard to kind of like go quickly through some letters with me on Saturday and then have the whole week alone so I'll make an effort to um, make myself available for a quick practice on Wednesday evening but whenever I send a message it would be nice if I get your attention and I don't know how to get your attention because last week uh, only Doug saw my message um, and I don't want to tag everyone on my messages so if you're going to set aside uh, 30 or 60 minutes on uh, let's say a Wednesday night for this to do review I would tag everyone do it ever, at everyone uh, tonight at whatever time you're going to have practice for anyone interested and then send that one okay so can you that, 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 that'll be fine so if you can just um, a, take a picture or something of the list of everyone that joined tonight and then I'll just tag them okay so uh, so I know that uh, we need to, um, Sarah, I hope I answered your question and I'll try, as I said, I'll try to make myself available more in the middle of the week so I can help everyone that would like to practice with me, read the words and put the sounds and the letters together. Um, it, it will take a little bit practice, but believe me, you know, you're already doing amazing on week number three. So. Well, thank you so much. That's very generous, Roni. Yes, I will be there Wednesday. And yes, it was helpful. I've been working on this every every day just for a little bit of time. My old brain is is struggling, but I I am getting it. And I thank you so much. And I will see you on Wednesday. Good, wonderful. Okay, so the the home assignment before we hang up. Um, Again, if you haven't downloaded that app, load it and keep practicing with it. I already um, recommended to you to create flashcards. This is the best way, believe me. I, I uh, When I arrived in the US many years ago, I had very, very meager vocabulary. And in order to go to university here, I had to pass a test called TOEFL. And I literally had to memorize thousands of words in English. And the only way I was able to do it is with flashcards. So I find flashcards to be just an amazing basic tool to help us learn a new language. Okay, and then I, I, uh, I'm giving you four words to, uh, actually five words to learn this week. Ach, which is brother, tov, good, chag is a holiday, and then we have dod is uncle, and doda is aunt. Okay, and thank you so much. It was my pleasure to teach you this evening, and... Shabbat Shalom for whatever remains of Shabbat. Thank you, Arnit. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.